0: Welcome to the Word of Life podcast, a ministry of Word of Life Church, located in La Minnesota. From sermon audio to midweek content and much more, we hope you are blessed by what you hear. For more information or to donate, please visit wordoflifemn.com now enjoy this week's episode all right word of life next part We get to hear some more from God's Word, which is great. This week, we're kicking off a brand new series called Christ in Me. Uh, Christ in Me is going to be an entire series where we go through uh, the book of Galatians. The book of Galatians, it's not a big book, um, is actually the Apostle Paul's letter to the church in Galatia. Uh, Galatia, which is now modern-day Turkey, okay? And, And Paul wrote this letter to these churches... Um, because after he had been there and after he had shared the gospel with them, after he had told them all about who Jesus Christ is and what he's done for us, and he had proclaimed the one true gospel, that salvation is by grace through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and in him alone. And it's just Jesus, not Jesus plus or anything like that. It is Jesus Christ. And that is is who gives us salvation. And, and after that, they started you know, getting some teachers in and things like that who were telling them, oh, hey, 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 Jesus, he's great, but you got Jesus for salvation, but now you need to do this, this, and this. And, and Paul writes this letter to this church, and he says, no, 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 no. It's all Jesus all the time. He said, it is finished and he meant it. And so he writes this letter to the church in Galatia, but it's not, it's not just the apostle Paul. This is God speaking through the apostle Paul, not just to the church in Galatia, not just to these ancient churches in in the area of Turkey, but God speaking to his church today. We are his church. And so uh, we just got done with our series of we are the church. And so as we are the church, we get to hear what Christ has done for us. And so this letter is just as much for us as it was for them. And, and that's what we're going to be doing from now until Thanksgiving. I get, I get it. It's not a lot. If you thought Thanksgiving was a long ways away, I have news for you. It is not. Um, I, as I was trying to plan this series, I, I've been wanting to preach on Galatians for a really long time, and I just saw a spot, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it in here, but I'm like, that's not enough time. Last time I was, spoke on Galatians, it was like over three months long, and so we're going to, I can't say that we're going to walk through Galatians, okay? It might, it's not like a sprint. It's more like a, a jog. We're going to jog through Galatians. Like we're going to tackle an entire chapter today, chapter one. But before we dig in, man, I really do want to dig in. I have, um, I have something special for you. And I don't, I don't normally do that. As a matter of fact, I haven't done this in ages. I grew up in a church. Um, my, my parents got saved as adults. And, and I, and the church that we got connected with, they loved God's word and it was a really high priority for them. And so, um, and so what they did is they, um, they really encouraged Bible memorization. And so I memorized Bible verses from the time I, before I could even read, before I could read, I was memorizing Bible verses. And guess what? I have been praying about this for us too. And so, um, my prayer is that God would write on our hearts and minds uh, the verse Galatians 2.20. It's going to come right up here. We are going to, we're going to memorize this verse together as a church. And I know you might be saying, Pastor Jay, I ain't into memorization. And I'm going to say, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love you. <laughs> I just still really think that this is important for us. And so every week, every week, we're going to put up Galatians 2.20 and we're going to take away a couple of words and we're going to say it together as a church. Because I really do believe that as we're studying the book of Galatians and, and what God's message is to the church, that this is its very heart. That the very heart of the message to the church in Galatia is the very same heart that, you know, of God's message to us. And so we're going to memorize this all together. That means you've got weeks to do this, and as you as you come, and whether you're joining us in our LaSour campus, I already did it with the New pray campus, they were fine. Nobody got injured, okay? Nobody walked out like holding their head saying, oh, Pastor Jay. No, no, no. Everybody was fine. Online campus, you're doing it too, okay? You're joining with us. And so, uh, so we're going to read this verse together. And every week, we're just going to take it away a little bit more and we get to memorize this, uh, memorize this verse together, and allow God to write this on our hearts and minds. You see, I uh, I've been memorizing this since I was a little kid, and so when God, God really does bring memory verses back to my memory, I usually know uh, at least where I was when I memorized some verses because of the translation. You know, God's word gets translated into you know different translations. Uh, back in the day, it was uh, it was everything I memorized was King James. And, and And so, if I remember a verse, and all, all of a sudden I started thinking about it, and it's in King James, I'm like, "Whoa, that one has been in there a long time." <laughs> and then And then you know I moved from- Jer- we moved from Jersey up to New York, and and they started using the the NIV and And if I remember something that's in the NIV, and it's pretty distinctive, and I'm just like, "Oh." That one has also been in there for a little while. And then college was the New American Standard Bible, and then, you know, ESV and things like that. So like these little things, you know, as we memorize, God has the opportunity to bring them back to our memory. So we're going to memorize Galatians 2.20 together. Are you ready? Mike is ready. Are you ready? All right say it with me. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's the heart. That's the heart of the book of Galatians. And this is the heart of what we're going to be talking about over from now until Thanksgiving that it's not all about me. It is not all about me. It is all about Jesus Christ. It's all about Christ in me. This life that we're living, it's about Christ. Christ is the one who was crucified. And you know what? When he was crucified, my sins were crucified. I was crucified right there with him. It's no longer me who's living. It's not all about me. I know some of you want to say, yeah, but, but it's not. It's really not all about me. It's all about Christ living in me. And this f- life that we're living right now in the flesh, in this body, this life that we're living right now, it's all about Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. And that he loved me and gave himself for me and you. So my hope is that week after week, this verse gets written on your hearts and minds. A, uh, you might say the memorization is really hard, and, and, and it can be. But we're going to take a really long time to do this. My I had a good buddy in California, who uh, it, it had a crazy long commute. Got traffic in Southern California is absolutely insane. You just sit on the highway for who knows how long. You never know. And he's like, you know, he you know, and, and Craig, his name is Craig, and he's like, I am getting so tired of the of the radio. I'm tired of the music. I'm tired of the talk. And I so, said, you know, like, do you have anything else? And I said, well, you know, actually. I got this, I'm going to date myself, I get it. I got this Bible on CD. He <laughs> was like, what? I said, I'm serious, I got a Bible on CD. It's, it's like a mini record. <laughs> you'll get it. It's like, that's a joke grenade. It'll go off. Um, and, I, and, I, and, so I, and I said, what do you want? And I said, I said I'll tell you what, how about I give you Ephesians? He listened to the book of Ephesians being read for two hours on the way to work and two hours back. And wouldn't you know it, after a few months of basically just listening to the book of Ephesians, he had that baby memorized the whole book. It was amazing. You know, he'd come in, and he's like, I don't know what you did. And I said, I didn't do anything. He's like, no, no, seriously, I'm memorizing scripture now, like whole books. He's like, I didn't even try. And I'm like, all right, this is awesome. He's like, it is awesome. I'd, I'd start reading part of uh, Ephesians and then he'd, from memory, just do the next part all on his own. I'm not asking us to memorize the entire book of Galatians. I expected to hear a thank you. <laughs> Come on, guys. Thank you. Yes. You said it. Thank you, Daniel. And so Galatians 2.20 is at its heart. We're going to memorize this, but, but let's dig into Galatians. We're going to tackle uh, chapter one of Galatians and, and what we will see in the book of Galatians. It's, the apostle Paul wastes no time getting into the gospel and telling us what Christ, who Christ is and what he's done for us. So let's dig into Galatians. I'm starting in Galatians chapter one, verse one. If you have your Bibles on your phone, just bop with me there, or it's going to be right up here. Reading in Jesus name, because it's God's word, not mine. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. I love that they put who it's from early in the book. It makes it super easy. Okay, just a little explanation too. This is a letter from Paul to the churches in Galatia. The little numbers, the verse numbers, the chapter numbers, these little heading things, none of them were in there. Paul wasn't like writing some letter and being like, oh, hey, you guys are going to want to quote this, you know, I'm just going to put some easy, you know, numbers in there. Numbers were added way later, way later, okay? It's just a letter. It's just a letter from Paul to the churches in Galatia that God used to speak through Paul, and so he's speaking to us today verse 3. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of God, uh, our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Come on, amen. amen. Yes. He takes no time getting into, some, getting into some gospel. Basically, this is the good news. This is like God's message of salvation in a nutshell, right here in the verses three through five. Grace to you and peace from God. The first thing is, God's going to give you a gift grace. Grace is undeserved or unearned kindness, undeserved favor. You didn't do anything to earn it. God just gave it. And peace. Not just kind of like, oh, inner peace, although that's part of it, but also peace in our relationship with God. You see, sin for us creates some conflict between us and God. There's a little bit of a conflict every time we sin because we're saying, hey, I want what I want, and God is saying, I don't want that. And so, in Christ Jesus, God gives us grace, it's a gift, and peace in our relationship. From God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age. If you want to know what the what, what gospel is all about, it's all about Jesus Christ. And he gave himself for our sins, Not just mine, not just Seth's or Brandon's or Jim's, no, no, no. He gave himself for our sins, all of our sins, and not just like you or the super super religious people or the super good people. No, all of us, all of our sins. Jesus Christ gave himself for our sins, and not just like some of the sins, like these like little ones over here or these big ones over here. No, no, no. He gave himself for all of our sins. He died on the cross, shed his blood so that we could be forgiven entirely that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there's not one sin that's left out of this deal. And, and, and so this, this, this concept of the, you know, of the gospel is that it's, it's all for our salvation. And then in verse, at the end of verse four, it says, according to the will of God, our father, it was all God's plan. This was God's plan from the very beginning. He loved us so much and He wanted to save us. And so He sent His Son, and Jesus Christ said, Hey, I'm with this plan. And He gave Himself. And that's how we all get saved it's by grace, through faith in Jesus Christ and what He's done for us. That's the message of the gospel. Verse six I am astonished. That you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one. But there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one that we preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I will say it again. If anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Jesus Christ. And so what's happening in the, in the church in Galatia is that they've got some people coming up to mess with the gospel. And they do it in a really subtle way. They usually start, you gotta see, there's nobody's going to like kind of l- listen to somebody who's like, oh, Jesus, we don't really need him. That's not distorting the gospel. That's preaching a completely different religion, okay? Or a different, you know, something else. And that's not the way that things get distorted. Most of the time, heresy happens with when somebody comes and preaches and says, hey, 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 Jesus, yeah, he's really cool, but you also need to do this, this, and this. And that's where the distortion comes in. Somebody has been coming in to the church and proclaiming to them, that it's Jesus plus this equals salvation and a good relationship with God. And so I'm going to tell you, and we're going to tell you this over and over and over again, that it's Jesus plus nothing equals our salvation. Jesus plus nothing. It's not Jesus plus... You know, you really got you, you really to come to church a little bit more. It's not Jesus plus, hey, I really need you to do a little work. You know, I need you to do a little goodness. I need you to stop sinning. I need you to do this. It's, it's along this lines of just saying, like, when Jesus was up on the cross, he didn't say, hey, I could use a little help up here. When Jesus was hanging up on the cross, he didn't say, hey, 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 Esther, would you mind teaching Sunday school? Because that would really help my atonement. No, he didn't say that. He is hanging on the cross, and, he, you know, and he's saying, hey, 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 this whole salvation thing would be a whole lot easier if, you know, if you would sing in the worship band every once in a while. That would make it a whole lot easier, Sarah, if you could just, you know, contribute some time on Sunday, and then, sure enough, the salvation thing. No, it's not Jesus plus something. It is Jesus who bought our salvation. It is Jesus who gave himself for us, and then he said, it is finished, and that's a gift. It's given to you by grace, and it's a great gift. It's all included. It's not like, you know, waking up on your birthday or on, you know, or on Christmas and opening up that really cool present only to realize that the batteries aren't there, and then you're like, oh, but the store's closed. When am I ever going to get batteries? This present is terrible. No, no, Jesus is the, and his salvation through Jesus Christ is is the best gift ever because it's all included. The batteries are included. The batteries are included. And so he has everything. It's not just Jesus plus you got to do this, this, and this. It is Jesus plus nothing equals salvation. And it's a gift for you. It's a gift. And all we need to do is receive it and stop rejecting, or stop trying to add stuff to it. Hey, thanks, Jesus. I really appreciate that. You know, let me add a little something to your salvation. No, don't ruin it. It's perfect already. Jesus is perfect already. And what the Apostle Paul wants to make clear from the very beginning, and I know that there are a lot of kids here, and so I'm going to Say something. I'm just going to warn everybody. The book of Galatians, Apostle Paul is really passionate about this stuff. And there's some pretty aggressive language in here in the entire book. If you start reading the book of Galatians with me, all of a sudden you're going to get to some verses. You're going to be like, whoa, Pastor Jay, did that just say what I think it said? And I'm going to say, yes, it did. And one of those points is right now, because what what he says is that if anybody comes and preaches a gospel that's contrary to this pure gospel, that it's only Jesus. If anybody comes, whether it's a preacher or an angel, comes straight down from heaven and starts preaching and saying it's Jesus plus something else, they can go to hell. That's what he said. Whenever it says in here, let him be accursed. The word is anathema. And the word is that if anyone is to alter the gospel and preach what they call another gospel or gospel plus, their destination is hell. And when I don't throw that phrase around, go to hell, I don't throw that phrase around lightly. I don't say it, that's not my job. Matter of fact, our number one priority is talking to people about Jesus Christ and what he's done for them. It's, 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 about, it's about giving, you know, rejecters of the gospel or not yet believers an opportunity to hear what God has done and give them an opportunity to come into heaven and be saved. And Paul doesn't just throw it around either. But what he's saying is, hey, God takes this stuff seriously, the purity of the gospel, God takes it seriously. And it is absolutely essential that we get it right. It's Jesus plus nothing equals salvation. That's the message of salvation. That's God's message of salvation. And if we add anything to it, we're in some serious trouble. So let's not do that. Verse 11 and uh, and paul 's going to kind of go through some of his personal journey as to how he got to the place where he is. He says in verse eleven, "For I would have you know brothers that the gospel was preached, uh, that was preached by me, is not man's gospel, for I didn't receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God, violently tried to destroy it, and I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people, and so extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my father's. But when he who had set me apart, pay attention to this part because this is for you too. But when he, that's God, who had set me apart before I was born, And who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach to him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately consult with anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem or to those who were already apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia and returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas, that's Peter, the apostle Peter and remained with him for 15 days. That's a nice visit. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. In what I am writing to you, before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only were hearing it said, that he, Paul, who used to persecute us, is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy, and they glorified God because of me. What we're hearing here is about his call, that he's reiterating what he started in the beginning of the letter, that he's like, hey, I'm not a, I, I didn't get made a, an apostle by people. God made me an apostle. Jesus Christ made me an apostle. I, I, I'm not an apostle, you know i may have some apostolic gifts but i myself am not you know an apostle what happened with paul is jesus christ himself appeared to him on the damascus road and preached the gospel to him and he believed and it changed his life and then after getting saved he immediately started preaching then he went into the desert for 3 years and jesus continued to reveal to himself to him and share with him the gospel it's kind of like a very seminary program <laughs> with Jesus as your prof. I know Nick, Pastor Nick is in, uh, is in seminary right now. He doesn't always love his profs. Sorry if anyone's watching, you know. But, you know, when Jesus is your professor, you know everything is just right. And, so, and then he got, starts preaching and going out. The, the thing is that he didn't, get made, I'm, he didn't get made an apostle by people. People didn't just say, hey, you should be an apostle after murdering all those people. No. I know, Gail. You're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) No, it's Jesus Christ who chose him. And this is super, super special for each and every one of us. Because just like Paul was chosen before his birth, each and every one of you who's a believer in Jesus Christ was chosen by God pre-birth. And then God himself chooses to reveal himself to you and give you his grace, and that's how we're saved. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I, I'm, I'm just a pastor. And... I went to I went to you know Bible school you know in college and I went to uh, I went to seminary I got trained I spent a year of internship in, in Rhode Island I, and and after I completed all that work the the people in church which is our denomination it's the Church of Lutheran Brethren they all said yeah let, we're gonna ordain him as a as a minister of the gospel as a pastor and so they it was it was all people who did that. They said, yes, we see God's call in your life. We see that you've prepared, that you've studied. Grades are, yeah, you know, okay, you know. (laughs) And And they prayed for me. And I took these vows... And actually, um, you know, if you, you know, if if you're, if you guys are around, we're going to do this for one of our, uh, one of our elders. Andy Rosen is going to be ordained. The ceremony is exactly the same because, you know, you know, because ordination in the Church of Lutheran Brethren is for elders as well as for pastors. It's basically the same. I'm just like a professional elder. That's basically all I am. Nothing special. Just love to talk to people about Jesus. And it's people who affirm that. But for the Apostle Paul, it was Jesus Christ. It was Jesus Christ who chose him and laid hands on him and made him an apostle and gave him the gospel. And so as we hear this gospel from the Apostle Paul, we know that we are getting it straight from Jesus Christ. And so if you go back to verses 3 through 5, He kicks off this gospel with, so that we know exactly what Jesus said. That grace and peace are given to you. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a gift. Who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age. Our sins, all of ours, Jesus Christ gave himself for us. So that we could be saved. And it was all according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And that's the gospel. And that's what we're going to spend the next few weeks just walking through and memorizing a little bit. It's what Jesus Christ has done for us And it's that is the reason why we get to celebrate communion.